Hey, what's going on? It's your boy Joe Thunder back once again with another episode of the Smoking Joe Thunder podcast. And man, like we just got that hot dial on fire just coming left and right for you, man. We got another, we got a dope ass motherfucker today in the building, man. You know what I mean? I'm gonna introduce him in a second, but real quick, shout out to our official sponsor, Bega Dispensaries. You know they got that that fire. A flower, edibles, rosin, whatever the fuck you need over there on 11 West Hamden. Or if you're up north, they got it on 120th across the highway from Boondocks. Check them out. They got the latest and greatest in all your marriage want and needs. But back to us, boy Joe Thunder, Smoking Joe, Joe Thunder podcast. We got a dope. What's up, my man? What's up, man? How you what's doing? What's good? What's good, Joe? You ready, huh? Yeah, what's up, man? And we got Ace One in the motherfucking building. What's up, Joe? You yeah. know what I mean? If you don't know, man, I don't know where the fuck you've been. Ground Zero Movement, just a what's dope up? motherfucker, just legendary MC. I don't even know where to start, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, we just, you know, we, I'd like to think that we um, help carve some of the paths for the music, um, definitely opening did. up the venues, things like that. Um, Y'all are the one of the ones that took it to like the next level. You know what I mean? Yes, yes, yes. But like I said, Ace One, Ground Zero Movement. You know what I mean? We're gonna get all to all that in a minute. But being this is your first time here, man, you kind of you said you grew up in Minnesota, right? Yes, Minneapolis, Minneapolis. South Side. You know. Um, when I think of that, like I said, I think of it being cold and stuff, man. It's is cold it, out there. Colder for than real. here, or what? Um, Yes, for sure. Because mm-hmm. when I when I came to Denver, it was thirty below, and when I got to when I got off the airport and when I made it to Stapleton, it mm-hmm. was like forty degrees, and by <laughs> that am. weekend it was sixty, and I was playing basketball outside and I was like, I'm not moving back. Not moving back. It's too cold. What was it like growing up in Minnesota? It was rough. You know what I'm saying? Um, a lot of poverty. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of gangs, you know. This was before Bloods and Crips. And right. There were native gangs. There was um, the pimps and you know junkies, and it was it it, it was a very scary landscape. And like I was telling you earlier, I don't think of that shit when I think of Minnesota. But you know, I mean, I was telling you, you know, the homie Shock was telling me like, nah, it's grimy out there. It goes down. There's like I grew up in Potterhorn, mm-hmm. so. Like, the store that George Floyd got choked out at, yeah. like, that was my neighborhood store. Like, I had been to that store hundreds of times, thousands of times. Um, and the police were brutal over there. And that's what I was just about to ask. <laughs> I don't know you got to deal with all the hood politics and all the yes. ghetto and poverty, but now you got the police, too, as well. Yes, yes. That was always a thing. I think that's everywhere you go, though. Yeah. You, you ever know? have any crazy run-ins with the police? Um... Plenty. <laughs> Too many to count. Too many to count. Oh, Too yeah. many to count. That shit sucks, bro. And then, like you said, you came here when, when you were in, did you say four, year, in the four years old or in the fourth grade? I, when I first came here, I moved here with my grandmother, um, and we moved into the East Village. You know what I'm saying? And I could see the mountains from the projects. That shit always blew my mind. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You said that was a shocker to you. It was a shocker to me, but I knew I would come back. You know what I'm saying? And when the opportunity came, I I came back. What was your first, like you said, what was kind of the first thing when you touched down in Denver that you kind of saw besides the mountains? Uh, Colfax. You know what I'm saying? Is that wild? Or is there like a Colfax where you're from? Or yeah, Minnesota? there were, Yeah. Um, 
in Minnesota, it tended to be a whole neighborhood that was shot, a whole side of town that was shot. Right. In Denver, it seemed like there was just pockets of, you know, things going on. So it was, to me, you could move around more freely in Denver than you could in Minneapolis. So you felt like a little safer here? Not safer per se, because I was living off Kofax. Right, but just you don't have to keep your guard up as much. You um, said it was more like a little more calm. Yeah, you could see things coming. You know, you could see things coming a little bit clearer. And I wasn't from here, right? So I moved different. You know, yeah, I for wasn't, sure. You know, I didn't. You know, being here from fourth grade to being a twenty-year-old—that's a whole different. You know. Um, appreciation of the of the place you gotta move totally different right so you were here for a whole year in the fourth grade then you went back to minnesota yes what was it like kind of middle school kind of like high school high school um it was great you know what i'm saying i i was in minneapolis i played all the sports um you know uh we did the rap thing even what did then. you stand out out in in sports football what position? Wide receiver. Oh shit! Yeah, the hands. Oh uh, yep, and speed. I got a scholarship. I went to North Dakota State. Okay. You know what I'm saying? For a year, before I dropped out. Said fuck it. I just couldn't be up in no North Dakota. Yeah, I just back then it was just very. It was shocking. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't. It wasn't my speed at all. Right. When did you kind of start picking up rapping? Um. In Minneapolis, you know, I was around DJ Kula King, um, I Self Divine, um, Brother Ali. Um, it's that Minnesota connection. That huh? whole thing, man. So everybody, Slug. it was, yeah, it was it was like, you know, we did talent shows. Um, we had a group out there called the Metro Unit. You know what I'm saying? It was me, uh, Salah, um, that's DJ Kula King and I Self Divine. We we all had a group and we did our thing. And then I just moved to Denver, you mm -hmm. know. And you know it was you know I was still doing my thing, but right. I didn't really build it. You know, I got kind of brought into it out here. How'd you kind of first pick up the pin though? Decide you wanted to rap. What kind of inspired you to say I want to MC? It's just more of an expression. You know, when you when you're able to pick up a pen, you're it's like you can paint your own picture, and you can rec recreate that picture over and over again until you get it perfect. Until you get it perfect. You know, I'm under the philosophy where you can have a thousand rhyme books and lose them all, but the spirit of what you're writing is in your head. You know what I'm saying? You can always come up with that narrative over and over again. You right. know, it's like being a great novelist or something you know mm -hmm. and who were who are you kind of listening to earlier as far as music wise you know i was listening to like cool g rap um big daddy kane you know we you know we grew we we, that early shit. yeah we came with the early wave of rock it. yeah remember that city yeah the Gold oh with yeah the Gucci man and shit. yeah yeah all I'm of that man school, school. Shit. Um, kango kid all that we used to i remember um Joski Love. Yeah. We in Minneapolis we had that sound was there. You know, they had a, a DJ called Travatron. Mm -hmm. And it was a radio station called KMOJ. And if you from Minneapolis, you know about KMOJ. You know, I think it's still there to this day. But they had a hip hop show and 
you know, that's when you recorded everything. All shit on tapes. Yeah, man. I might still have some tapes at my mom's house. I just got to dig through the <laughs> the boxes, you know? All the treasures are at the mom's house, huh? Right. right. I be finding shit all the time, bro. That's what's up. So, like, you said you joined the group, and were you guys, like, doing shows and stuff? Did you put out any projects? Yeah, we, we did a couple... I, we did shows, you know what I'm saying? But it was more like back then it was like talent shows. Right. You know, it wasn't like it wasn't like you you a, know, you put out show. a flyer and you know what I'm saying? It would be like a community talent show or a community jam and right. then you it came and did something. Then. Yeah, it wasn't like it was like it is now. You didn't have to sell no tickets or right. nothing Any crazy like that. shit. No. Nah. Like how that. many guys, How many cats were in the um, the group? It was four of us. And you guys are all rappers? Yes, except Salah. He was the DJ. Okay. And like, did you guys ever put any projects out or anything? We or? put, I, I think we did. You know mm. what I'm saying? I'm, I have something. You know what I'm ago, saying? Man. It was a long time ago, man. <laughs> it was definitely a long time ago. You know? Right. So then after all that, you moved to Denver. Yes. You said you needed to change. Yes. Away from the grimy shit, probably the cold. Yes. Just all cold, that shit. All that. <laughs> and then you moved to Denver. Yes. How did that kind of, how, what happened, you know what I mean? Your Denver, first, your Denver, first year. Denver to me was just like, you know, it was like my, you know, and Minneapolis was crazy, you know, like the neighborhood I grew up in, you know, my house was the crack house. Mm -hmm. You feel me? It was a fourplex, but like, Three of the four tenants <laughs> was selling crack. Was slanging it up. So right. there was heads and you know what I'm saying? Plus you had the gang shit. You know, out there there was, you know, it, the gang shit was, was deep. Like you couldn't, you couldn't even go to the store, man. There'd be like 20 dudes in front of the store waiting to take your money and shit. You would have to be a man and walk to the other shit that was way out on the other side. Nah, it's funny. I was watching some little blog the other night, and these cats are in L.A., and this cat's like being the tour guide and shit. And he's like, "There's a liquor store down there." He was like, "But yo, we don't want to go down that store. Go down there." Some CC or he even says like they be funking down there, or whatever. And the dude's like, "Let's go down." He's like, "Nah, hell no, nah, bro." He's like, "You can go down there. I ain't going down there." Like, yeah, man, that's how Minneapolis is. probably it still is. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Um, but I'm not, you know, I'm a civilian now, so a right. lot of that is not, you know, I'm, I don't even see that. I'm at hotels and stuff when I'm there. My mom moved to the suburbs. <laughs> right. So you made it to Denver, and, like, were you were you kind of, like, did you kind of, like, go looking for, like, the, the hip-hop or rap scene, or did it kind of come to you, or how did all that happen? It kind of came to me, you know you know what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. um, you already graduated, right? I, yeah, I already graduated. Um, I lived in... Um, a, a part of town that was right off 225, you know, and there was a, some projects called the Grays and the Brown, and then there was a spot called the Aurora East. And if, you know, if you're from Southeast Aurora, yeah. um, if you're from that part of Aurora, you know that. Because when I first moved there, it was a dirt road that led to the apartment. Jeez. And I couldn't believe that shit. Right. Right? I was from a city. I was like, y'all got dirt roads and shit? You know, I couldn't. And the mall had horses by it. And I was like, like, this shit didn't look right. right. Denver didn't you look right. Used to that shit. <laughs> I wasn't used to that shit. But, um... 
It was the projects, man. And are you talking like Mississippi? You're talking Iowa? No, no. I'm talking about Colfax and Colfax and two twenty five. I know exactly. You know what I'm saying? There's a there's it's called Blackhawk, and and you go there's a there used to be a Taco Bell, there's a gas station, and you make that U turn and you come around and you go down there. And for for everybody who's lived over in that neighborhood um, in the early nineties, you know that shit was lit. You know, it was all Section 8 motherfuckers. Yeah, it's going down. Um, Ten different gangs up in that part of, you know what I'm saying? Um, This was more like Crips and Blood shit, though, huh? It was Crips and, nah, there was GDs. Um, There was a lot of GDs over there. It was was a mix of everybody over there. It was everything. It was everything over there, but it was lit. Um, But then I ran in, that's where I ran into Jersey and them. I ran into Dio and Shalik and Papa Smurf and they was already doing the music. Right. And then I don't know if you know Fritz. Um, I don't believe so. Well, he was like Don Blas's DJ okay. back in the day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But he um, he had a big influence on all the music out here too, because he had the turntables. Um, he could book studio time, you know what I'm saying? But he was more organized with the shit. Right. He was you one of the first guys doing all that shit? Um, nah, there was, everybody was doing it. Mm-hmm. Like, that whole clique was like, Dio and them was linking with, like, they, you know Spade, the DJ Spade? Yeah. They had a group called Souls of a Tribal Bond. Okay. And it was Spade, Dio, I think Papa Smurf. And H Stone, God rest his soul. You know what I'm saying? He passed away a couple years ago. Um, dope producer, dope MC out of Denver. You know what I'm saying? But um, and what year was this? This was '94. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And Fritz was getting the studio time, but Jersey Dio was the one who pushed it out further than that because he was getting like connects for like real shows. You know what I'm saying? That's when we started doing the Fillmore, and he, you know what I'm saying? He was linking up the big shit. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But back then, we was at Fritz's house. I remember D- DJ Jones coming over as a little dude mm-hmm. before all of that shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, like you said, Spade, um, Francois, all of them. But it was early 90s before shit was even. It was the beginning kind of shit. It was the shit. beginning of the shit, you know? which was nice, you know what I'm saying? Being a part of the original shit. Right. And who else did you kind of start meeting at the beginning besides Dio? Um, you know, there was like, you know, like I said, Fritz was a major influence, man. Mm-hmm. If you you got to look up his lineage, you know what I'm saying? Is he still in town or what? No, nah, I think he... he's I think he's doing some other things, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But he's um he was a big influence in that aurora, bringing that aurora sound yeah. to downtown Denver. You know what I'm saying? But once we got downtown, you know, I lived downtown and you know, and then it just it morphed from there, you know, Tune One, um shit, Gypsy, um, Musa. I remember Musa lived he had a crib on thirteenth and I think Marion. He's the okay. DJ on the fucking right on the out s- of his balcony and shit. Him, I think him and Big D had a place. For Arson really? lived across the street. 
Like Capitol Hill was it, hot. It was popping back then. It was yeah. popping back then. You know what I'm For saying? Creatives or artists or graffiti writers, musicians. Everybody everything. was there. You know what I'm saying? Um, tattoo artists, everybody. So it was the beginning of you know watching a lot of that shit grow. How was he like bridging the gap between the two? You know what I mean? Like, what do you mean? Like, kind of like you said, he was had the roar sound, but you were kind of trying to bring him downtown. No, it it was more of like like you said, it was like. Um, you know, Aurora to me was like a more gangster yeah. thing. Like if you was in Aurora, like it was it was crazy. Like everybody was on like some, you know. But to me, coming from Minneapolis, Aurora was like the suburbs. Right. Right? Because I, you know, I saw a real, the projects I lived in and the housing that we had, like I said, four of the units was crack units. And I was going to tell you something earlier. Um, <laughs> I lived in the spot. <laughs> Where fucking the you know what I'm saying? Be slanging and you have fools knocking on your yeah, door, it's hot. door and shit. Like, yeah, it's hot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And my step pops was smoking. So he was see what I'm saying? So That's even all four it. of the units was Yeah, I know how that it, goes. It was the crack. You trying to slang to get your own shit. <laughs> no, I was trying to get the fuck up out of there. You know what I'm saying? Bet. That's how I came to Denver. Right. You know? And it was like Disneyland for you. Um, you know. It was yeah. way less them down, right? From yes, ways yeah, but them. I ended up catching, getting into the same traps out here. Mm -hmm. You know, I was selling dope, and I was, I got caught up in the same same. Shit. I caught more. I caught all my cases in Denver. <laughs> so that just lets you know how that goes. You know what I'm right. saying? Denver's yeah. is hot. It was back in the day. You know I mean, saying? it still is, but I mean, I've never seen as many people die in Minneapolis than I did in Denver. For real? Yeah. Denver, in the early 90s, if you was on the east side in Park Hill, that shit was hot, hot, hot. hot. See, I was gone by then. I was in college. Yeah, no. Nah, I left in 92 was... right after, the the next summer. You know yeah. what I mean? I kind of stood out there. Yeah. I didn't come back too much. You know yeah, what I mean? It was, it was hot. It was hot in Denver. Was it easy to do shows back then or no? Was it, did you guys have to prove to them because of all the, the gang shit? Or? There really wasn't no, like, you know, it it wasn't like it it was more like people didn't really have a vision to like do shows like that. Right. You guys aren't weren't at that level yet. Right. Almost. Like people wasn't like, you know what I'm saying? So we that's what Dio was like, well then we we gonna start doing shows with the big people then. Mm -hmm. Like we didn't even try to <laughs> we skipped that whole phase gotcha. kinda. You know? We did have a spot though. We had a spot called Sports Fields. You know what I'm saying? We did it every, I think we did it every Wednesday. And for all the groups in Denver that fell through to that, Drew Locks, um, man, I can, it, it, and, and what's funny is they had a bill mm -hmm. that, that they printed every week in the Westward. Okay. And it oh, would okay. have Ground Zero Movement and, it, and we would have all the group's names. So whoever has that memorabilia out there, um, you know that we did a lot of shows on a Wednesday night. I think it was like an off night, and it was always packed. No drama. Um, just good music. Just good music, you know? That's dope. So how did you, you met, you t you're talking about how you met Dio, but how did you kind of start meeting the other guys from Ground Zero Movement, like Sid? With Dio, he brought all of that together. Like one day he was like, okay, this is the group. 
And then we, nah, I'm telling you, Dio was. This, yeah, let me hear the story. I want to hear Like, it. okay, so Dio said, I got a show, and it was at the record store downtown. At, uh, was it Spins? You know, the, the record store next to Ogden. Oh, okay. Um, was it Contents? Whatever it was. They used to have a stage in there. Okay, I know what you're talking about. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So he said, I booked the show in the record store. So we came down there, and then he was like, what's the group's name? And then we was like, you know, I think I said, we said Ground Zero Movement. We the underground. You know what I'm uh -huh. saying? And we did that show. It was me, him, and Papa Smurf. The next day, you know what I'm saying? Papa Smurf was going through his thing, so he kind of phased off. And then Dio introduced Dow and Sid, but I already knew them from watching them perform with Twain, because I worked with him at a job and he told me he was an MC okay. and gave me some free tickets to see Voodoo Economics. Okay. So and when Voodoo I economics, like you said, was Twain, Dow, and Sid, right? No, it was Voodoo Economics was Graham Green, it was Dow, um, it was Paws, and oh, it was shit. Sid Fly. God damn, that's a you know what I'm saying? And Twain. Yeah, that's some and Twain. Right there, bro. Damn. You know what I'm saying? And and they were performing at Herman's Hideaway. And they fucking blew that shit up. Like I was watching that shit like, oh shit. This was before we did the show at the other shit. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm so saying? So you were going to shows checking people out too. Yeah, of course. I'm a hip hop head. You know what I'm saying? Anything hip hop, I was I was out. You know what I'm saying? That's I've always been like that. You know, mm -hmm. if somebody's in town, I'm trying to see. I'm I'm at the show. I see you at a lot of shows. I have a funny story with you about, <laughs> about a show and a, and that 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 happened at a show. Um, and this is like um, I'm gonna tell it real quick. So back in the day, we went and seen um, Slick Rick at Cervantes, mm -hmm. and we got I was toasted. And it was like one of the first times. Like I think he wasn't the first time he came here, but it was like one of the. You know, they didn't really tour back then, so when you know Cervantes yeah, was yeah, pulling yeah. those shows. Yeah, yeah. So he did his show, and he he has a chick come out with all the jewelry and shit, and he says something about playing in a song and in the back of the crowd i hear play treated like a, a prostitute. prostitute that's my <laughs> shit you already know joe and then he's like nah he's like we ain't gonna do that tonight <laughs> but mind me i'm hearing this happen and then like probably 10 years later we're talking and you tell the story how some about chronic yes and I'm not going to say what it was, but some other drugs <laughs> that coincide with chronic. And you said you did that for the first time, and you was wilding out. And yes. You said, I was that sleeper. I was like, treat her like a prostitute. You know, that's and my... I, like, I remember that shit. That's off Slick Rick's first album. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. And if you know that song, that that's a classic, man. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? But that was Bro, so funny. Like, 10 years me. later, you we're talking about it, and I was like, I remember exactly that moment at that concert that's when that crazy. shit happened, bro. And you're like, you told me the whole story about that day. You know what I mean? That's crazy. Yeah. That was, that was <laughs> Honestly, I kind of say this. That was, like, honestly, lighter. not my first introduction to Colorado hip-hop, but mm -hmm. it kind of was. Like, I had already knew the homie Dez and Greg T, and mm -hmm. Dez was a monster in mm -hmm. the city. He was. And I didn't know much more out of that i knew like the old stuff like deuce mob and you know cutting crew and all that shit mm -hmm. 
But I went to that Slick Rick show, and I saw The Fly for the first time, mm-hmm. and I saw Brake Mechanics. Was mm-hmm. it Brake Mechanics for the first time? And they killed that shit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn, this shit is hard. And that's pause. See yeah. what I'm saying? That was another more Twain. Yeah. Fucking, you know, Bubba Fly. So they Sam. had they had a falling out or something. So, um, I guess they, they said they didn't fuck with Dow's beats. And then it was just some other shit what we was going through. Mm-hmm. But then, like, from us getting the beats from Dow to what? us doing, like, opening up for Bone Thugs and Harmony was within a week. Right. Like, that's how great Dio was at networking, man. So he made the beats, too? He made some of the beats, or? No, Dow made all the beats. I never knew that. Dow made all the beats, man. I never knew that. Yeah, I just, yeah, Dow made all the beats. He, he, you know, he, that's what he did. You know what I'm saying? Um, he would come up with motor, a lot of the shit, and then we would come up and then collaborate, you know, in a group like that. So did, like, Voodoo Economics break up, and then Dow and Sid joined you, or were they still part of Voodoo Economics? They joined us. It was a catastrophic breakup. <laughs> oh, it was? Yes. I can imagine. Right. <laughs> just imagine, you know? You know what I'm saying? And that was just the politics back then. You know what I'm saying? Like, Cass was young, too. Well, like you said, though, look at that lineup. You have, like, top-notch, you know, MC yeah. rappers. So, I mean, everyone yeah. has their own little ego and everything, too. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who wants to be the best. And Yeah, and there was a lot of things, you know, but it wasn't like, it wasn't like Cass was making money, man. Right. Like, the only person that was making money was me. You know what I'm saying? Because I sold dope. I moved shit. These niggas was just <laughs> rappers. Nah, they was just rappers. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I, You know, when I looked at it, it was like an economic thing, too. I'm like, damn, all these kids, I can move the weed. You know what I'm saying? The shroom. You know what I mean? I was, I was you know what I mean? I just, that's how I looked at it. It's, it's funny you said because like going back to another podcast just the other night, Yuck Mouth, and he was talking about when I went on my first tour, it was a biggie and with all those shows, and I took a gang of weed and yeah, they were my best man. customers yeah. all day, every yeah. day. Yeah, that's how you got to think, man. And <laughs> it's I, like I got tight with that fool. That's how I was, that's how I was moving yeah. around back then, you know what I'm saying? Which made it a little different too, so I had the rap shit, but then I was on the other, you know what I'm saying? I was doing other shit too. So I would be like, boom, 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 boom. Making the moves. You know what I'm saying? But the rap shit was, you know, it was legit. You know what I'm saying? Right. So you guys formed Ground Zero Movement. Yes. And you said, and then a week later, pretty much you guys, or was it a week later that you guys had the Bone Thugs and Harmony show? Or? Yeah. My man Dio and Francois, he linked that shit up. Like, I mean, for the... For about a year, man, like, we did all the opening shows up in Boulder. Okay. Like, I can't even count the bills of the shows, you know what I'm saying? And I would always try to bring cats from the hood there with us. <laughs> That's not a good You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, it was, you no. Know, for some for some of it, it always, you know, for us, it never turned that way because mm-hmm. that's not the energy. Like, Dow, Sid, and they didn't have that type of energy, man. They wasn't. You know what I'm saying? When I think of Ground Zero Movement, like I said, everyone like plays. <laughs> you know what I mean? Everyone has kind of like their role, like right. Like in a Wu Tang, like I kind of think of it Wu Tang, but not as many people. Right. So I kind of like see you like the RZA, but not as a producer wise, like RZA MC wise. You know what I'm saying? 
And then when it comes to Dad, when it comes to Do, he's just a motherfucking sniper, bro. Like, yeah, he, he fucking, you know what I mean? Just kills shit. And he's, yeah, yeah. And then Dow's like, you know, like special forces. And then Sid's like ODB, just a crazy. Yeah, dude. man. You That's know how I mean? the shit. Like, you know, I I bug off that shit when I listen to the shit. Like how they were able to, you know, how we were able to blend the shit. But you know, we were different, and the uh -huh. technology was different back then. So cats move different. You know what I'm saying? You had to call a sure. motherfucker. There wasn't no texting and you know what I'm saying? That's, you know, the technology was just changing when we were moving along. Yeah, so that wasn't even no nowhere near where, where it was today, like, you know? Nah, not at all, man. Like I I didn't have you know, Dow was fucking with the MySpace, but mm -hmm. he had the ground zero shit, but I wasn't even fucking with a computer back then. I had no use of no fucking computer. I was out. <laughs> One of the things that that I know about that is um we did a mixtape, of course, with Dow and Dio. Mm -hmm. And Dio was in the studio one day for one session. Mm -hmm. We gave him the beats a week before. He came, you know, a week later, yes, laid everything that first day. Yes, sir. Boom, boom, boom. Gave us a couple <laughs> of things what he wanted. And we never seen him again. You yes. know what I mean? But, yes. And Sam was like, you could tell, like they've been in professional studios, because when you're a professional studio paying that money, you got to get in and, in out. and out. They kicking yeah. and smoking weed, yeah, right in there. Now you get to get in yeah. and out. You yes. know what I mean? And yes. that's what you know. Because back Dio then did. there wasn't no home studios. Nah, you know that was just starting to evolve. But we would rather just book studio time. There was a studio on York and. York and like um, 23rd, you know, they had a spot right there. It was a house studio down in the basement. That's where we recorded the first Ground Zero mixtape, the Tangerine Vipper. You know what I'm saying? And then from there, we progressed, you know what I'm saying, until we finally got a little record deal, which wasn't really a record deal. <coughs> it was. Or is it but it, <coughs> excuse me, was <coughs> I mean you know uh, working with the working with the <coughs> with the the cast who said record label. Um, one thing that they did was during the couple years that we were with them, they did promote a lot of shows in Denver. They had that magazine image. Right. I don't know if you ever remember that little magazine I they do. had that floated around in Denver. You know, I actually got to write a couple articles in there. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. You know what I'm saying? I got to um I got to interview Digital Underground oh, and, shit. and did the article in that magazine. That's dope. You know what I'm saying? So I have my notes in my recorder from that shit. You know what I'm saying? So the hip hop shit is that that shit was good about it. We got to do a lot of shit, but you know, you don't make no money, so right. You're stuck how, in. how long were you guys together before the mixtape came out? Was it a couple months? Was it? I would I, a week. A week. Two weeks. <laughs> Two weeks. Huh? I'm telling you, that's Dio, man. Dio already had the. I think he. I think Dow had a couple beats, and then he played the thing. That's where we came up with Sound Warriors. Um, he dropped that song, Sound Warriors. Dio uses that song in his podcast if you listen to his shit. Um, but once he dropped that, um, we came in there and did an EP. 
You know okay. what I'm saying? And that was it. Like that quick. And they so were sounds, selling that shit. It sounds like the chemistry between you guys is really good. It was. It was, man. It was like a brotherhood. You know, I think Dow and Dio lived together. And then, you know, I lived by myself. And then Sid, you know, Sid was doing Wild his ass thing. Sid, yeah. You know. He's one of the first cats I met. Yeah, but, you know, I had never heard of Sid. You know, funny story, when me and Sid first met, we fought. <laughs> what? <laughs> Got in a fight right up at church in the city. We was playing basketball, and he just kept fouling me, man. Right. You look like he'd be fouling motherfuckers Right, the he, and then I just, man, I turned around and socked him, you know what I'm saying? And then <laughs> oh, Dow was shit. like, yo, Ace, what is you doing? You know, y'all can't be fighting. And after that day, you know, the fact that, because, you know, that was fucked up. You know what I'm right. saying? It, it should have never elevated to that. You know, I apologize to him and shit. But, um, I mean, you know, he, he probably scored on me. You know what I'm saying? Who, you know, it was some dumb shit. But after that, we became, you know, close. Sometimes you know, it takes that. that. It's weird. Yeah, how that. So you we, we formed like that in a short period of time. Right. And, like, from that, he didn't hold no animosity towards me. You feel me? And you can tell that as a man. You know what I'm saying? He was still linking. Niggas was still, you know, so you respect motherfuckers on a different level. Even more, yeah. Yeah, so that's how. Don't let the pity shit. Cause shit yeah, yeah, happen, yeah, yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. And, and, and cats, you know, even back then, they, you know, they're emotional, man. Dudes are emotional Artists now, man. Artists in general, any whatever, emotional, emotional, man. Emotional. From graffiti to us. That's because they don't be getting no money. <laughs> you got to get money. That's why they be mad, you know. Right. So you meet those cats and then, like, fucking, like I said, you guys got a mixtape, like, real quick. Quick, man. I'm telling you, it, at the most, a month. I mean, you could say a month, but uh-huh. back then... That's um, quick. It linked like that. And this was before the internet. This was, we always stressed this. A lot of the shit we did was before the internet. Right. You know, it was like you had to call a motherfucker. You had to have your shit written. Like right. you said, you had to come in prepared. There might not even be cell phones back then. Or they, if they were, they were expensive as fuck. Right. But one thing about all of my dudes is they're like, you know, high school graduates. Right. Um, Dow was going to college, you know, he ended up getting his masters and shit. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Um it was like cats was still I was doing I was still a carpenter. I was still working in that field. You know what I'm saying? So we were actually doing more than just music at all time. Right. You know. You guys just weren't living the rapper life. Yes. Maybe Sid and <laughs> and Dio, but not, you know, the rest of us. Right. What other kind of shows did you guys get that you kind of stand out to you, man? Um, I remember one time we did a show with Usher, man. Shit. You know what I'm saying? We did a show with Usher, and he actually came to the dressing room and was like, man, y'all sounded good. You know what I'm saying? Um, It was at a club off of in Park Meadows. I know what you're talking about. Back when Park, you know, when they had a club back know, then. Yeah, this was way there. back in the day, man. This, you know, they probably don't even do that shit no more. Nah, but. It's, it's not. I know what you're talking about, though, because there was a club out there. I went to, like, a summer jam after party where these fools all kind yeah, of Yeah, yeah. We ended up performing there. That was cool. We performed a lot in the mountains, man. And like that was and shit, huh? Vail, Getting that good money? Steamboat, um, fucking... All of that shit. We was all through the mountains. Uh, 
fucking Breckenridge, Durango. All the ski towns. All the ski towns, man. And they always, we even, we even was up in Park City, Utah. Um, even with that, they always showed us a lot of love in the ski towns. That's you know dope. What I'm and you said you guys kind of, you got signed, but you didn't get signed. Can you explain that? Like, they had a record, you know, the dude had a record label, and we went through the formality and signed a little thing, but it was like, it really, it it wasn't a monetary thing, and that's what I was more on, is like, I was trying to explain to everybody, like, we needed to get paid. There needed to be a, a, a way to make us to get paid, and granted, they did put together like a 30-city tour for us, and we was able to go to different places and, you know, but it wasn't as, you know, monetary as I, that I needed right. it to Right, it was be almost like time. a promo tour where you, they wanted, you know, more exposure and they really couldn't kind of like bless you with the, the, the money, right? The money, yeah, and and what I, what I knew was the money was illegal. You see right. what I'm saying? Because I ended up getting <laughs> caught up, you know what I'm saying? Once I figured out what was going on, I was like, well, shit. Drop me 20 pounds. Right. And we'll call it even type shit. You know what I'm saying? And they were caught up in their own shit. You know what I'm saying? But they was moving tons of shit too. So it was it was hot. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I that's was, part of the game right there. Yeah, they it wasn't they wasn't like some hokey dokey white boys. You know what I'm saying? Nah, they was, was having the Mexican come in about three in the morning, drop yeah. off like a thousand pounds. Nah, no, nah, they, they was actually messing with the white. They was actually in Canada back then. Oh, you're talking about the chronic. Yeah. Like the, the yeah, what's that shit man. called? The BC or yeah. whatever? Yeah, remember when I used to have tons of that shit? That was through they shit, you know? But I was able to move the shit. That was different back then. Right. But then the dispensaries came, so. And fucked it all up. Changed everything. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. So, did what was like going on the 20, 20 city tour, man? Where'd you guys hit? We went down south. It was like in Memphis and fucking Mississippi and fucking Chicago. Was it, was it different? Um, actually, it was cool. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, I'm gonna come as me everywhere that I everywhere that I went, but. You know, the the thing that I noticed down there is they respected live music more. Right. Like, like when, when you say live music, what do you mean? You mean performance or performance, like Performance, all of that. Like, we would go to spots and it would actually be kind of packed. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Just because that was what was there to do and they was respecting the music. You know what I'm saying? So every time we went there, you know, it was... Sometimes their music wasn't our music, but we still right. came and gave our show. And rock, you know it. what I'm saying? Yeah, you know. Right. And how did you guys get about making the album? What was the name of the first album? Future ID. Um, you know they they put the money up for it, so so they actually paid for the first album. Yeah, they had the studio. They 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 was going to the top notch studio. They was. Is that when you guys were going to Vegas? Yep, we ended up doing the song with Taj up in Vegas. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? He was, you know, you know, moving and grooving, taking his places, and you know what I'm you saying. Said Taj from Alcoholics, right? Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. from there. Yeah, or he lives there now. Yes, yes, I was there. Ask everyone. I jumped in his pool with all my clothes on <laughs> when I first got there. They dared me to. I just went in there and jumped in his pool. They was like, "He's crazy." <laughs> How'd you link up with him? Um. You know, when we was in Denver, 
they had brought them out here to do some shows. They had did a three, I think a four city tour in Denver. Right. Where they did Denver, then they went to Boulder, then they went to Fort Collins, and then they, you know what I'm saying? So we followed them. We did the whole tour with them. They might have went to Vail, you know, even with that. Um, And then, you know, um, after that, we linked with them. You know, we linking Mm -hmm. with them for real. We smoking weed, playing Madden, you know what I'm saying? Is this them in their prime when they're drunk all the time? (laughs) Drunk all the time. You know what I'm saying? I've I've never was a big drinker like that, but them cats always, you know what I'm saying? I was at the point where you could kind of see where that shit (laughs) <laughs> was detrimental. <laughs> oh, for sure, for sure. They right. tell the story of um, East Swift getting the St. Ice sponsorship. Right. And then literally having a house full of fucking 40s and that special brew and, like, it coming every week and them giving cases and cases of 40s to everybody in the hood, all the homies and everything. So <laughs> I can imagine, man, like, right. oof, you know, I've partied a little bit, but I can't even imagine that. Oh, level. shit, man. When, shit party i remember we was at i remember shock g ran out the back hit the bop and you know what i'm saying and fort collins did show no didn't do the show no he ran off the stage through the back the do you, know, do you know why or <laughs> hit the bad batch or oh, something you know what oh, i'm saying man. we was like oh got, shit you know say. this is you know seeing the shit you like you know, we party with Coolio. And, uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? I walked into his room. Niggas had the mirror with lines of, you know what up. I'm saying? Yeah. So, I, you know, watching that shit and watching it, it's, it's a hard grind. It's a party in every state. Did you, you ever fuck with that shit? Nah. Nah. Not, not on that level right. at all. You For know sure. what I'm saying? I'm, I mean, I'm, imagine being like, a, I mean, probably at those times, these guys are pretty, you know, in their prime and got a lot of popularity. And yes. I'm sure you get people giving you drugs left and right. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, Denver was different, man, because it's like, you know, Denver was conservative, but even before we was legal, shit was moving through here like it was legal. Yeah. You know, it was crazy. Like, you know, ounces, you know, in Minneapolis was like, you know, Three times as much, you know. Yeah, I lived in could, Vegas, bro, and that shit was ridiculous. Right. Then you I'm came like, to Denver, it was like, like 50 bucks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. It's, and if you can find a motherfucker <laughs> there that got Reggie, right. it's probably 50 bucks. Bucks, yeah, bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You already know, man. I know you can go to Texas, bro, and probably get $50. Zip <laughs> right, 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 like, right, you know right, right, right. That is wild, man. So, yeah, this shit's never changed, you know? Nah, never. Not Denver has always been like that, so... It's a party state, and it's always been a lot of shows. For some reason, like, when the 90s came, the shows started picking up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Actually, the dopest show we ever did was, like, Summer Jam with Little Kim. You know, I got to hug her backstage. You know what I'm saying? That that was, like, you know. I met her for that Summer Jam. I know what you're talking about. I got an album signed by her. Yeah. She was looking, yeah. she was looking good, Little Kim. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know? So I know you're definitely like a fan of hip hop, man, and you definitely right. love going to live shows or seeing you at many yes. shows. You know what I mean? Yes. What are some of like your favorite all time shows of people that you've seen? You know, like being a fan. E forty. Which one? <laughs> the one where they shot up the. <laughs> Is it the vinyl? They shot oh, up the. They shot up a couple. They shot up the vinyl, man. 
That was on New Year's, right? Or like I don't Halloween know. I, yeah, shit? it was like it was on some scary date. Yeah, I ended up having to dive. And oh, it happened in front of you? Or yes, what? it happened right there, man. Bullet holes in the window, right God where we damn. were standing. I seen E forty once, but prior to when I seen E forty, like, that was a, that was a classic, you know. But you know, I go to every show, man. I'm at every show, yeah, man. I, I try to, you know, um, if especially if it's an artist that I know that I like, you know what I'm saying. I'm trying to be there, you know. I remember one time going to Cervantes and Ghostface was there. There was only like twenty people in Cervantes. This is when hip hop kind of took a dip out here. You know what I'm saying? The curators wasn't curating it right. You know I know what, what you're saying? talking about. And then we left there and went to El Chapek, the little jazz spot, and um, Ron Carter was there or somebody. You know what I'm saying? I've done so, the triple, like triple. Right where you was day. able to see like two dope artists at the yeah. same time you know what i'm saying which was pretty dope trying to rush and shit you know what i mean nah we actually just walked into it oh, he nice. just happened to be there for a jazz festival and then the house band was there and then he just came in and played oh, okay some impromptu so shit yeah it was actually some classic shit you right. know what i'm saying you say you seen outcast before man i've never seen outcast bro yeah we seen outcast a couple times oh, you know shit. we saw them downtown denver when they first came to denver i think that was early 90s early 2000s and then we saw them at fillers green was that the last time they've kind of went was that like like within the last seven years it was the last time they came right yeah i yeah. know i was trying to go that one and and actually, man, we got to get front stay, you know, Isn't access yeah. seats, you know what I'm saying, which made it even better. You know, um, man, I've probably seen everybody, like A-Ball, MJG, that was a classic. Yeah. Um, anytime you see the woo, that's a classic, you know. Have you seen the majority, like the majority of them, or I, I don't, you know what I mean? I don't think they've ever been I've seen them. I've, I've seen them all together. I seen except, everyone except for ODB. Oh, the ODB, yeah. And they they killed it. And they killed that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Who who have who would you like to see that you've never seen? There has um, to be a couple. Like I just recently seen. It's Biggie. Biggie. You know what I'm saying? It's Biggie. I wasn't. You know, even back then, I wasn't too big of a Pac fan. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't like. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I didn't really listen to that shit. I had a couple you know chances. I just but then once I got, you know, I everybody in Denver loved the shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? So after a while, I definitely had a bunch of pop joints. <laughs> I heard Biggie came to Denver. He played at McNichols. I, I was probably gone though when that happened. Do you remember him ever coming here? Or? I, I don't. I missed that. I know there was a couple shows in Albuquerque. I could have probably seen him at, yeah, but I, I didn't. I just slept on it. Yeah, I wasn't even in Minnesota. I wasn't even going to shows. <laughs> was... Bro, I was going to shows <laughs> as a shorty. Like I was telling you, in middle school, my I mean, parents no would we let me. My parents would drop me off and right. they'd pick me up. Yeah, nah. It, back then, it was, you I'm, know, I'm like I said, it was the beginning stages yeah. of the shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, there wasn't really nothing. If you wasn't 21 and up, you had to go to, like, an arena show. Yeah. Right? Yeah, Unless you had cool ass parents that was going, you know what I'm saying? Nah, yeah, I couldn't get the there wasn't ID, no, you know. They dropped me off at the film where I told you they used to call it the Mammoth. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah. yeah, I'll tell you this. I've seen the Beastie Boys license the ill tour. Oh, that's that's wild. That's I was young. I came home. I said all the time. I came home smell like beer. That's I was classic. like, what the fuck? Shit, I saw a Public Enemy at First Avenue in '88. You know, I remember going downtown and Flav was we was following him through the mall and shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. <laughs> One of the things too I wanted to mention is you guys are always been hustlers, man. Especially on the 16th Street Mall, pumping those CDs. Yes, uh, yeah, that was you know. That was a thing that um, I think that we tried to pioneer in Denver is paying for the music, you know. Um, and you guys are trying to get the bread for the music. And a lot of the links and a lot of the people that we connected with bought the CD. You know, whether it was doing shows up in the mountains, like they actually listened to the music and shit. So it was, you know what I'm saying? It was different back then. Yeah, it was different back then. They was like, oh shit, yeah, y'all should come up here. Yeah, yeah, y'all should come up here and do it, you know? So um, I watched it where we moved 100 CDs, you know what I'm saying, in a couple hours. Right. You know what I'm saying? On, and this is at the shows or on the streets or both on the shows you know what i'm saying i was more at the shows you yeah. know i you know i understood that that was part of the marketing of it right but that wasn't you well no you could make more money doing other things gotcha you know what i'm saying so i had to da- i dabbled in a lot of other things too right so did you guys have like a release party for your first album how did you guys kind of present that we did we did have a release party. We had a release party at Cervantes. Okay. And the Alcoholics and Digital Underground opened up for us. What? That's a fucking dope-ass show, bro. Yep. It was a classic night. We had a camera crew there. They got it all on film somewhere. Um, it's hidden in the archives. Yeah. I got to bring my sisters and cousins and you know what i'm saying we had that shit packed there was about what was that shit five. like bro having them open up for you because they're legendary groups and they're good groups at that time too. um you know it was you know um to us after you've done shows and you know people are regular people right. too you know what i'm saying it was about us presenting our music in our city that night you know but it's it definitely helped pack the place right <laughs> like who's the bigger partier Shock G or fucking <laughs> the alcoholics. <laughs> Shock G. I interviewed him for the Image magazine. He told me, he said, he said, oh, every wow. time I made it home from tour, I'd always be surprised I was alive. I forgot it in. Like I had some 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 very poignant quotes. You know what I'm saying? And someone sent me a picture of me and him. You know what I'm saying? And I forgot I had it. You know, they were like, oh, here, Ace, remember this? And I was like, oh, shit, I didn't. I want to say I I seen him one of the last times at Cervantes. Yeah. He did the show. Yeah. Was that when you interviewed him, do you think? I I can't remember, man. Whenever that magazine came out. I want to say it's around the same time. Yeah. You he know. signed like a poster and shit for me. He drew like a little West Side on it. It's pretty yeah. dope. I was he like, he was pretty. I mean, he was dope. Creative. Cat. You know Fuck what I'm saying? Yeah, a musician. Like almost. I mean, on a Prince level, bro. Like oh, man. play the we, piano. Like they like had a distinct, seen crazy it, crazy sound, and they brought up Tupac. Yeah. 
Yeah, and they was part of the Oakland shit, man. I talked to his man that was there, and he was part of the dancing shit. You know, the, the man, yeah. he was breaking that shit down and making the jackets, and they're actually, their history was actually, like, it went deeper than it, all the way to the funk shit. And right. they were saying how that shit connected to shock. It was crazy. I was like, damn. That's you know dope, saying? man. You got to repost that interview or... <laughs> yeah, I just got to find some, it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Exclusives on a lot that of that one. stuff I, I I just don't have. You know what Isn't I'm saying? Isn't it crazy? Like, you know it wasn't mean? on the... It, we didn't have the internet back then. You don't so, even have a copy of it? Nope. My mom might have a right. copy or my sister, you know. Because every time I'm coming, they're like, hey, remember this? And I'm like, oh, shit, let me hold this. <laughs> no, for real. Um, That's dope. So you've always been a hip-hop head, man. What do, you, what do you think of the music today? I like, like you it. Had a, you were, we were talking about it earlier, and you have a different view on it. Like, Yeah, you know, I think I think it's time to stay out the kids' way. Right. You, you, you kind of got to let, let them do their thing, man. I'm, I'm more like say less. You know what I'm saying? If you come and ask for advice, I'm going to give it to you. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not going to be like, oh, y'all doing do it wrong. This, and y'all, you know what I'm saying? I'm not coming off like the grumpy old man. You know, I want the kids to... You can't do that because they're just going to rebel. Yeah, I want the kids to like morph and change into their own thing. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's how I really keep it. You know what I'm saying? Even with the kids that do music around me. Uh -huh. I'll point them into other directions and shit. You know what I'm saying? I mean, but I don't gonna... be like, oh, yeah, here's Got 16. It. You know, give me get on the track. You know what I'm saying? I don't be like that. You know. Talking about that, have you ever ghostwritten for anyone? Have you ever written bars for anybody? Nope. No, I, you know, no. Can you be a true MC and have someone else write? Not all your raps, but help you with raps? Um, I think with Ground Zero, we did that sometimes. Mm -hmm. There was definitely songs. That's different, though, because then you guys are in the studio being creative. You know what I mean? That's kind of like a little different. I'm talking about actually, like, if you were a superstar. Like, say, I mean, you know, say you're a top yeah. rapper, and of course you're in the fucking the machine. You're definitely going to have I mean, I, I would want to be prolific. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, nowadays, like, I get it. Everybody wants to drop a lot of shit but really people are not digesting all of that shit you know what I'm saying so you gotta you know sometimes you, you gotta think like um, to me I just think it's like an overload right you know what I'm saying you know and then you gotta mind more shit you know what I'm saying to understand it but hey you know everybody needs a portfolio Right. Did you ever have like the record labels trying to get you guys to do any kind of crazy or stupid shit, like as far as image or anything like that? Like, you know what I mean? Nah, man. We was all to... we, we was always known as the you know, like no bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Um, we told promoters, "Fuck you." You know what I'm saying? We've been kicked out of venues. You know what I'm saying? Because they didn't pay us, and we. And like I said, you guys created a ruckus. Your money back in the day. Yeah, so. we created a ruckus. You know what I'm saying? So, um, we never had to do nothing like that. That's what we tr we tried to keep it like we were. You know, that was our image. We were just the underground. And what kind of like what's hard is like you guys are about your money, right? But then there's a bunch of you guys too. 
Yeah. So even if you do get a big chunk of change, when you break it down, well, you know, it's. I mean, it's all. It's all what you do with the publicity and the it's, it's a it's a thing. It's like man. you said, the merch is bigger yeah, than you just can, the. You can, you can, yeah. You gotta be able to see beyond just your ego. You know what I'm saying? And say, hey, man, shit. If I can just get the logo copy written, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, we can make money doing it, doing some other shit. Right. So, and and for like I said, Dio's credit, man, he kept us in the newspaper, man. We had fucking articles and Denver Weekly cover. You know what I'm saying? We had Westward. We had Dio's on it. On they it. did cartoons of us and shit. What? You know what I'm yeah, man. They did a little fucking cartoon of us the dude in the west where used to make the cartoons you know i know what you're saying? talking about because they had one of them you remember the one of mr verbal yeah and we did a slang <laughs> the cds and and we had a fucking show at a punk rock venue okay and he was like man they fucking rocked it out you know what i'm saying and he like drew us it was crazy man that's tight man so we you know um you could capitalize off that shit you know what I'm saying? Been in plenty spots in the back. You, you know. You gotta take advantage of that shit. And it's probably different nowadays. Like more back in the day I would think they would be more susceptible to hanging out and still staying at the venue and partying and stuff now. Nah, it's just too hot now, man. Yeah. You know, it's the like secret. It, yeah, secret like you room. said, like the, I didn't even think of it as like for just being hot, but you're right. Like these fools were talking the other day, like just when people even just try to get you to go to the bar, man. Like you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's that. like a whole different thing that you got to do now, yeah, especially like, like, where club, am I right? going? Red side of town. I mean, yeah, you go, you know, your girl. You got to worry about yeah, fools yeah, already yeah, trying yeah. to push up. Yeah, you know, yeah. all that dumb shit, bro. Yeah. It ain't even worth it nowadays. See you, later. you know what I'm saying? I have my next question ready. But this weed is affecting my memory. If y'all know, y'all can get it at Be Good Dispensaries over there on 11 West Hamden or up north on 120th across the highway from Boondock. It is some A plus A1 stuff, you know what I mean? What do you think there, man? It's cool. You fucking, so you used to be the chronic man back in the day. We used to always blaze, just blaze, 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 blaze. Then you took a break for a while. Yeah, man. Um, um, Did you ever think weed would be legal? For yeah, real, for real. In, De in Denver. Yeah, 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 man. We talked about that when I was a little kid in Minneapolis. I never thought we'd be legal. Nah, bro. we did, man. We we thought it. We I told someone told me a long time ago that Newport's was gonna be making joints. You know, if you really look at it, you know they have the infrastructure to do that shit. Right. We haven't quite seen that yet. Do you think that is that is in the foreseeable future? I can see them dabbling into it. They're banning cigarettes. Are they? Yeah, man, you can't. I mean, you know how when we, we was in there, they were smoking in the bars and shit. Mm. Dog, I worked at Denny's, and you can smoke in Denny's. Remember, man, we used to go to bars and shit. used to smell like fucking smoke. I was kind of oh. glad when they yeah. no, the stopped worst, that shit. The worst was up in Boulder. Like, yeah, they kind of banned that Denver, shit. Man. Well, they banned that shit, and then in Boulder, they had a spot where you can, they had a smoke room, and you go in that motherfucker, bro, and come out like, oh, my Lantas. No, no, no. Let me get that lighter. But Denver, you know, Denver's Denver's a, Denver's its own little vibe, you know what I'm saying? You just got to know how to navigate it. 
you know. Yeah, I never really thought weed would be legal though. You yeah, know? I just I saw it, man. When I when I first my first job, the fucking supervisor fired up at lunch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? In Denver, old white dude fired up at lunch. I was like, oh shit, that's how Denver was. He was like, you know where to get some weed. Boom. That's, that's a, funny. That's how Denver was back then. I remember like. And then, you know, Denver, the Mexicans was out here. They, mm -hmm. you could get a, a pound for 400 bucks, 350. I knew cats that had 40 in their fucking garage, man. is a good price. <laughs> uh. You know, that's the kind of shit we was dabbling in. You know, Denver was hot back then. You know what I'm saying? Um, but it's always been like that. It's like a wild, wild west, but they turned it up, man. Open shit up till two, fucking liquor store Sundays. Right. You know, Denver, I, when I came from Minneapolis, I, Nick, I've never seen as many people drink as I did in Denver. Denver's a drinking city. It's a drinking fucking city, man. I went to a house party and they had gallons and they was killing them shits. And I was just like. I went to a, <laughs> I a fraternity party in Boulder. <laughs> this shit was wild, bro. Like, <laughs> these fools literally had like 30 cases of Mickey's 40s, 30 cases of Mad Dog. And then like 50 cases of Paps, like Blue Ribbon, bro. And it was a mountain of liquor. And we parted all night long. And they're the hottest chicks there. Yeah, Boulder is out. We always have fun in Boulder. I bet. Boulder's a good city. You know what I'm saying? We did a show with um, the first show that I saw in Boulder was the Beat Nuts. Organized confusion and common sense. It's a hell of a lineup. And we got to kick it with them at the after party and shit. You know what I'm saying? It was fucking amazing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Boulder had that type of vibe. You know what I'm saying? It like was. Then, it was that chill, like, we're smoking weed vibe. Yeah, like they came to the party. Like we was at a house party and then they, the people, the, the promoters brought them there. Because <laughs> that's where everybody was at. That was the lit spot for the night, right? Right, right. No, that's a different monster up there. That, and that's that good money, too, bro. Yeah. It's not like here in town. I don't think music was that commercialized back then. There wasn't really a lot of spots you could do music in Denver. Right. Because of the gangs and shit they were saying. Yeah, but it wasn't... I, I don't think that they understood the potential of it. You know what I'm saying? Well, they've always thought, you know, rap music was going to be gone be here and you know fade out yeah the older the, the elders the older people that you know the oldest they always thought that they never thought it would fucking be here till today i just think like yeah they just didn't support it it was truly an underground thing you know what i'm saying back back when we started doing it you know because you say cds but we used to sell tapes right sell tapes Damn. yeah we used to get the tapes and then that's wild put them with the music and then hand them to people you know so somebody probably got a ground zero tape and we probably wasn't called ground zero back then it was ace in jersey 
and they call Dio Jersey because that's where he's from, right? Yes. How yeah. many projects did you guys put out? Did you guys put out another album or just one? We put out two. Put out Rider Square too. You know what I'm saying? Did that have like a little bit more of a bigger budget. Um, actually, or, it or was had it a, the same? Cast? It actually, it, no. Actually, it was just a whole different production. You know what I'm saying? We just got back to the basics, and actually, the shit is fire. You know what I'm saying? Um, we got some beats from, I think Taz's people. You know what I'm saying? And it changed up the production and all of that. So, you know. And then after that, we kind of. Was it kind of just everyone kind of just went their own way, huh? Yeah. You know. People I think, grow. I think our last show was like Gangstar. It was Guru. It was Guru, man. Was it the last time you performed here? Yeah. It was by itself without premiere. He's you with know. that that lame. I'm not gonna say his name, but right. <laughs> that was a lame. But we was able to. Um, that was like the last show, and it was just you know. I think you know with life, you just kind of like morph into your own shit. You know what I'm saying? Everyone's in like a different direction too. Like you kind of got to start thinking like, you know, you got kids and yeah, I got family. You know, I had to like change up a lot of shit to like move forward man you gotta let you know denver is it's 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 a place where you gotta be you can't be hot <laughs> you know what i'm saying you can't you know what i'm saying there's too many traps here did you have more success outside the state or inside the state inside the state because and outside the state i think i think i think i think denver a, a lot of it was the in-state love right you That's know what, what I think I'm saying? people are missing today. They even with the internet. Because we had a lot of cats that would get the CD and then be like, "Yo, we're doing a thing up in Boulder. Come through." We ended up doing shows with Ludacris and fucking, you know what I'm saying? Just off the CD. And you ever meet Ludacris? Yes. He's an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> He's not nice for He's just weird. We met him young, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, it was. I actually met him young too, and he yeah. was better then. But just when he got, you know, the Hollywood the job, shit, yeah, yeah, he's he's just fucking. With but the, it, yeah. you know, to me, they're just regular people, man. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That like, I, I, you know, it's, I, I can't look at another person like that. Like, there's nobody I, I've ever seen that amazed me. You know like what I'm asshole? saying? No, not even that. I don't even, you know. Are you looking at it like that? Maybe I'm the asshole. Yeah. Right? You know what I'm saying? You know, For sure. Some people's vibes you don't feel. You know what I'm saying? Not true that. So I'm, I'm the asshole. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. I used to switch it on people, ask them. No, I already know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mean? We used to switch it on people too. You know what I'm saying? Like, niggas is cornballs. You know, so is there more cornballs nowadays or or back then, or are they still all the same? I think They're nowadays the with the more media, with social media, you can everyone's rapping and everyone's. Yeah, it's just you know, like I said, it's just the overexposure of the shit. You know what I'm saying? But you, if you have an ear for good music, you can cipher through the bullshit. Oh uh, yeah, definitely good music. I mean, there's little you baby know, stuff and right. all that shit that's still good music. And people can, can grow through the music. 
and a lot of people ain't, you know, um, you know, it's more than just a music, you know, it's a business. It's, it's a, a lifestyle. Yeah, it's a lifestyle. And can you do a 60 city tour and no one know your lyrics? And, you know, a lot of these guys don't understand all of that shit. Can you network and, you know, can you stay, can you not stay, you know, are you gonna get drunk every night? You know what I'm saying? You know, it's just all kinds of other shit that comes with it that you gotta be prepared to. You gonna have a baby in every state, you know? Some you feel me? Some you know, I know, that's what I'm saying. And we knew some rappers that had babies out here and we used to be like, oh shit. We just thought it was funny. So. You know what? It's it's funny, like I've heard the story, like like you're talking about, there is a connection of New York to Colorado. Yeah. And I kind of seen it on one end, but I never really put it. To, I, you know what I mean? I seen firsthand. Yeah. Yeah. Like, kind of that. My homie, um, he's a really good friend, and he lived on the other side of the bridge, the first house. And one of my favorite groups back in the day were the Boogie Boys, mm-hmm. Fly Girl, that whole album, City Life. Yeah. And this fool tells me one day, he's like, fool. He's like the main dude. I forget his name. He's like the main dude from the Boogie Boys. He's going to be in my house. He's having dinner. I'm like, what the fuck, bro? Shut the fuck up, bro. You're tripping. He's like, nah, fool, for real. Come through. So I'm like, all right. So I grab my two albums, five o'clock, walk a block to his crib, go for dinner. And this motherfucker's there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then the backstory is he had an older sister mm-hmm. who went to school in New York, NYU. Mm-hmm. She was bringing him home to meet daddy. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. But that is the same. It's all that New York. Yeah. There was a group of girls in Denver yeah. that all went to New York and were fucking with those early fools, those UTFO, yeah. probably Houdini, yeah. Boogie Boys. So I seen that firsthand. And I still have that album signed to this day, bro. That's crazy. Yeah, that's, that's wild. Dope. That's so it's, all it's crazy, like, on this podcast, a lot of shit that we know or we don't know the whole story, yeah, yeah. we've gotten the whole story, oh, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And it's crazy to hear five different views of what happened at the DJ Quick concert. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? From the cats who kind of, like, you know, were in the crowd <laughs> right. to fucking these cats loading up the DJ equipment. To yeah, these that cats. was a little bit before us, you know what yeah. I'm saying? You know, them got that was the order. We was like the. No, yeah, you guys are little. You know what I'm saying? We were the new, you know, 20 year olds coming in. I feel like when you guys were probably like freshmen when I was probably senior, some shit like that. Right. I'm like a little bit older and than And I'm a little bit older than Dio and mm-hmm. them, too. You know what I'm saying? Not by. I mean, now when you look at it, three years is monumental right. in those terms. You know what I'm saying? But. Um, we experienced a lot, man. We lived in the clubs. We, you Did know all what I'm that saying? shit. We performed in the clubs. Um, it was it was just a give and take, um, and we always pushed the local music shit. We was always like, "Yo, y'all needed to, you know, get on this shit," you know. And then it did take its own right and shit, you know. But it's still not shit where it should be, especially right. now. There's a lot of money yeah. here now. Exactly. I don't know why someone just don't get two million and be like, hey, I'm going to start this. Right. You know what I mean? Or, you know, they. I mean, now hip-hop can be curated. Yeah. 
right? Like you could have adult shows, right? A real good music, food. You know what I'm saying? Have a whole. Yeah, but people don't. You got that's like a visionary shit. People still, you know, into the bars. And, I have like a vision like that, but right. I'm keeping on the low. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey. hey, nowadays you got your own business, right? Yep. You want to talk about that real quick? Yeah, do the Hardwood Floors, Papyrus Flooring at gmail. www.papyrusflooring.com. <laughs> <laughs> we're high as fuck. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But um, You'll make your wood floors. Yeah, I'm a craftsman. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's the same shit. You know what I'm saying? Carpentry's been in your blood, right? Carpentry, yes. You know, build shit, stairs, hardwood floors, sanding finishes. You know what I'm saying? It's, Anything you need. It's a skill, you know? And like I told you, the how I even got into it was hip-hop. over some hip-hop shit. Like, I went to my man's house, and we was, and he was like, oh, you do the carpentry shit? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> it's a simple thing like that. Like that, link the shit up, and... It's still coming back to me to this day. So we love it, man. You know what I'm saying? It's right. still skills, man. I'm still I'm bumping the hip hop in the houses. Now I'm the boss. You right. know? So what do your kids think of like the music you bump? Do they like it? Do they say they tell you dad that's the old shit or what? Nah, nah. My my kids grew up with the shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know? My daughter was playing Ghostface at thirteen. That kinda threw me off. You know, she kind of knows the same, you know Same lingo. And she has her shit, too. Right. You know, like I said, I'm, I say less now. So I listen to the kids now. They can play their shit, you know, but you got to put my shit in the mix, too. Right. We're not going <laughs> to play all 99% of your stuff. Yeah, yeah. We can, we can mix the shit, but I'm not going to just, you know what I'm saying, flood you with my shit. Right. You know. Give and take with everything, man. Right. But they like a, it. Yeah. Shit. My daughter was listening to JJ, man, I'm JJ Fad, and I, man, I played the, um, the, the fucking, uh, Hammer, and my daughter's like, oh shit, I, I played my teenage daughter the Humpty Dance, and she was like, oh shit, he had a nose on that, like, she couldn't believe that shit. The alter ego, yeah. She couldn't believe that shit, you know what I'm saying? It's just crazy, you know? Yep, yep. Well, shit, man. I'm high as a motherfucker. Yeah, I'm blowed out, man. I definitely appreciate you stopping on by, yes, man. Yes, sir, man. Anything we missed? We didn't miss shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we'll definitely have to do it again, brother. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. All right. Well, shoot. You know, shout out to the homie Ace One. You know, yes, all sir. All the Ground Zero movement. Yes, sir. Who is there? There's Dio, the Fabulous Drifter. Drifter. Dow Jones. Dow Jones. Sid Fly. Sid Fly. CY. CY. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? If you don't know about them, Google them. They definitely got their music online. I know they got the mixtape that we did with them. On there, and I was bumping yes. that shit there night. The papers and yeah, we got we got some joints out there. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying, but it's you know this it's 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 uh it's the new shit now. You know what I'm saying? Um, I haven't touched the shit in a long time, bro. That's my last question before we end it. You ever have plans on picking up the mic again? What would what would it take to get Ace One on the track? If I, if I was putting together a Joe Thunder whatever project um you, would you i would have it? to fuck with the beats for a while yeah you know what i'm saying it's can i just, get a verse from ace it's just time yeah you know what i'm saying i'm crafting other shit now 
I got to think like months ahead now. So my my time is way more valuable. That's what we were just talking about earlier before this one. The time is everything. Like, it's is it worth day. it? Like, yeah. you know? You know, and it's not that it ain't worth it. Right. Because I'm still building with it, but just in another facet. Another lane. Yeah. It's just with the hardwood floors and shit. The carpentry shit. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, who knows if we'll ever, ever get another verse or track out of ace yeah, one you but. know um i wouldn't doubt it right you know what i'm saying it's there you know what i'm saying but i think it's more um there's still more money to give right, to, for to sure, you for have sure. to worry about that shit you know what i'm saying right but if you ever want to hear a dope verse like i said you can google yes joe thunder selector sam Joint Chiefs of Staff. Yes. Dow Jones deal, the Fabulous Drifter. And he got a track on there called Five Points. Five yes. Points Soaps and Profits yes. or something. Yep. Dope song. We'll cave them. Yeah. Shout out. All right. Well, we're out of here. We appreciate peace, y'all. Peace, 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 peace. You can find us everywhere and, you know, subscribe, leave a comment, share, tell your friends, all that good shit. We out. Peace. Peace.